نعم الجليس مدى حياتك مصحف يجلو هموم النفس والوجدان فيه الهداية والسعادة والرضا وهو الدليل لجنة الرحمن السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته You're welcome to Quran Psycho Mustafa. We bring to you another episode in our series, Beautiful Stories in the Quran, where we share with you beautiful lessons from the glorious Quran and Kareem. And today we have with us Ustada Aisha Thalith, who's going to take us through some lessons in Surah Tawbah. Bismillah, ya Shaykh, tafadali. Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. الذي يسر العبادة لعباده والذي اختار لأمتنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن استنى بسنته إلى يوم الدين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I'm Aisha Thalith and I want to share with us the lessons in the Sabab al-Nuzul of some verses in Surah Tawbah, verse 117 to 119. <laughs> بعد ما كاد يزيغ قلوب فريق منهم من بعد ما كاد يزيغ قلوب فريق منهم ثم تاب عليهم إنه بهم رؤوف رحيم وعلى الثلاثة الذين خلفوا حتى إذا ضاقت عليهم الأرض بما رحبت وضاقت عليهم أنفسهم وضاقت عليهم أنفسهم وظنوا ألا ملجأ من الله إلا إليه ثم تاب عليهم ليتوبوا إن الله هو التواب الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين بسبب النزول of these verses is an incident that happened during the time of the Prophet وسلم, at the time of Ghazwa to Tabuk. The Prophet and his companions went out for the Ghazwa and some of the Muslims didn't go. Among them was Kamp bin Malik and some other two companions, Muraro bin Arabir and Hilal bin Umayyah. So it was the custom of the Prophet that whenever he comes back from a Ghazwa would stay in the mosque and take excuses from those that couldn't go for the Ghazwa. So who came inside giving excuses for not coming for the Ghazwa? And Kamp Bun Malik was part of those that didn't go for the Ghazwa. Kamp didn't go because 
he procrastinated. He was in good health condition. He was wealthy. He had the means to go. But he was just procrastinating and procrastinating and he couldn't meet up with the prophet. So he couldn't lie. Among those people that took excuse from the prophet, there were some that didn't have any genuine excuse, but they just created excuses and everything. But prophets just left what was in their mind and he sought forgiveness for them. So when Cam got to the prophet, he couldn't lie to the prophet, although he was a very eloquent person. But he couldn't lie to the prophet. And he told the prophet the truth that nothing stopped him from going with the prophet for the expenditure, except that he was procrastinating. So the prophet didn't seek forgiveness for him. And he told him that Allah is going to decide his affairs that he should go. So the prophet told the Muslims to boycott him. And so the Muslims boycotted him. No one was talking to him. That happened for around like 50 days. And so the other two men that got to the prophet and told the truth and didn't give a false excuse also, those two companions, Muroro ibn Naufal and one other companion were left to Allah, that Allah should decide their affairs. And the prophet told the Muslims to boycott the three Sahabas. So camp was very, very distressed. None of the Muslims were talking to the three Sahabas. They were so distressed. Even Cam's best friend and cousin also, Abu Qatada, didn't talk to him. And he would go out to the market and none of the Muslims would talk to him. And so after some time, the prophet ordered the three companions that didn't go for the Gozwa, that their wives should excuse them, except one of them who was a very, very old man. The prophet allowed his wife to stay with him. So the boycott still went on and a king sent a letter to Cam. When the king heard of the harsh treatment of the Muslims towards him about the boycott, the king told him to come and join him in his palace and to leave the prophet. But Cam said that this was also that it was also a test from Allah and he burnt the letter. He continued to be among the Muslims and although he was very very sad, he would cry to Allah and he was just doing tawba and crying to Allah. So as Cam was observing Fajr on the 50th morning, some companions came to him to give him glad tidings that Allah has said something about his matter, that Allah has revealed some verses about him. So those are the verses that we recited at the beginning. That, that Allah has already forgiven the prophets and the muhajirin and the ansar who followed him in the hour of difficulty after the earth's of a party of them had almost inclined to doubt, and then he forgave them. Indeed, he was to them kind and merciful. And he also forgave the three who were left behind. So the three were camp, Bun Malik, and the other two companions. So Allah also forgave the three who were left behind and regretted their error to the point that the earth closed in on them in spite of its vastness, and their souls confined them, and they were certain that there was no refuge from Allah except in him. Then he turned to them so that they could repent. Indeed, Allah is the accepting of repentance and merciful. And Allah said, Oh, you will believe, fear Allah, and be with those who are truthful. So, Camp was so, so happy. He went to the masjid to meet the Prophet first was so happy for him. And the companions congratulated him for the acceptance of his repentance. And Kamb 
asked the Prophet Sallam if the forgiveness was from him or from Allah. And Prophet Sallam told him that no, that forgiveness is from Allah. So Kant made up his mind. He promised to give out all his wealth to thank Allah for accepting his repentance. But Prophet Sallam told him to keep some of it, that it be better for him. And Kant also promised to always tell the truth after that time and to show gratefulness to Allah for accepting his repentance. And Kamp said that by Allah, he did not know of any other Muslim that Allah has helped in telling the truth apart from him. That after that day, he told the Prophet Wasallam the truth. He never told any lie after then. Like he was always saying the truth. One of the major lessons from this narration is the evil of procrastination. As we know, procrastination is one of the greatest tools of shaitan. Shaitan will make us feel we have all the time to do whatever we want to do. And so we continue to procrastinate until we don't have any time again. And we should know that shaitan is forever our enemy and he's always looking for a way to make us fall, to make us leave the path of Islam and to join in hell. May Allah save us from hell. So as Muslims, whenever we want to do anything, we should do it at the right time. We shouldn't procrastinate. When it's time for our ibadat, we should do them at the right time. Our salawat and all other forms of ibadat, we should do them at the right time. And other things that will make our Islam better also, we should try not to procrastinate. Like now, someone wants to attend Madrasa, and the person will be like, okay, after this time, let me just quickly finish this. Let me get to one aspect of my life before I start going to Madrasa. For example, a student now wants to start attending Madrasa. Some of them will be like, okay, let me finish first semester. After first semester, I'll attend Madrasa. First semester will come and go. Person will like, okay, when I finish this level, I'll attend Madrasa. So, Shaitan will make us feel we have the whole time to ourselves till we miss the opportunity. So we should always try to shun shaitan and to shun procrastination also and to do anything worth doing. We should do them at the right time. Another important lesson from this narration is that a Muslim shouldn't be quick to judge his brother in faith nor accuse him wrongly. And also we should try to give excuses to our fellow Muslims when they err. And we should try to protect their honor when they are mentioned in evil. This happened during the Gozwa. The Prophet asked the Muslims about Camp Bun Malik. So a man among them now said that, oh, he was prevented from coming because of his garments and pride. Another companion, Muayyad Bun Jabal, now reprimanded him and also gave Camp an excuse saying that he knows nothing about Camp except good. And he swore by Allah and Prophet kept quiet. So Muayyad Bun Jabal, he prevented the man that said something bad about Camp as the reason he wasn't present at the Gozwa. And he didn't know why Camp was absent, but he just said he knew nothing about Camp except good. So he gave his brother in Islam an excuse. He didn't support the other man that was saying something bad about Camp. So as Muslims, we should try to protect the honor of our brothers and we should try to give them excuses for anything that happens. One other very important lesson from the narration is the virtue of telling the truth. As we saw in the narration, that Kamb had the opportunity to tell the Prophet a lie and Prophet would have forgiven him. But he said the truth and Allah gave him something better in return. So as Muslims, 
no matter where we find ourselves, no matter the situation, we should make it a habit to always say the truth and not tell lies. And one other thing to note from the narration, one other lesson is the virtue of being among the righteous and the virtuous. We can say when Cam felt like changing his words, when people came to him and they started condemning him for telling the prophet the truth and allowing the prophet to place a boycott on him. So he felt like changing his words because of the way people condemned him. But when he heard of other people, the righteous would have said the truth, he stood his ground and decided not to change his words. Allah said in the Quran also that, Ya ayyuha ladina amanu taqullaha wa kunu ma'asodikin. Oh, you will believe. We fear Allah and we should be among the righteous ones. So when we are with the righteous, good things are easier to do when one is with good people. So we should try to surround ourselves with righteous people. We should make our friends the righteous ones. We shouldn't keep bad company as Muslims. And like Prophet Ibrahim salam, supplicated in the early Quran that Oh my Lord, bestow wisdom on me and join me with the righteous. So being with the righteous is really, really helpful for our Islam. So we should try as much as possible to be with the righteous wherever we are. And also we can learn from this hadith that Allah is forever at Tawab. He accepts repentance and he is al Ghafur. And last one of Ta'ala said in the Quran that that he told to tell his servants that indeed he is the oft forgiving and most merciful. So at the end of the hardship of camp and the other companions, Allah tends to them in repentance. So no matter bigger our sins are, no matter what we've done on earth, Allah is surely forgiving and will forever always meet Allah as one who accepts repentance, except at the point of death. So while we are still alive now, while we are still elderly, while we can still seek forgiveness, we should try to always make tawbah to Allah and to seek forgiveness from Allah. And we shouldn't procrastinate. So shaitan might also come again and make us to procrastinate our tawbah till point of death. And we know when someone is already at the point of death, Tauba will not be useful again. So we shouldn't procrastinate making Tauba and seeking forgiveness. And we should always seek forgiveness. The Prophet Sallallahu said that Kullu bani Adam wa That all the sons of Adam are sinners. And the best of the sinners are those that repent. So it is normal to sin. It is normal to make mistakes. But it is not normal not to seek repentance. So we should always seek repentance and seek forgiveness from Allah. Whenever we do bad things, and we should follow evil with good. Whenever we do something bad, we should seek forgiveness and we should follow it with other good acts. Allah makes us better Muslims. And this narration also made us know the great love and respect and compassion the companions had for the Prophet. Because of this respect, Camp couldn't lie to the Prophet. And the Sahabas were also very obedient to the Prophet to the extent that the best friend and cousin of Camp, Abu Qatada, didn't talk to Camp based on the restriction the Prophet has put on Camp. So based on the Prophet's order. So all other companions boycotted Camp that the earth became tight on him. So this was due to the order of the Prophet. They didn't say, oh, that maybe Camp was maybe their family member or anything. Even the wife of Camp 
obeyed the prophet. So the companions were always obeying the prophet. They respected the prophet's opinions. So in our lives also, the prophet is no more with us, but his opinions are still with us. The sunnah is still with us. So we shouldn't be the ones that will hate the sunnah. We shouldn't be Muslims that will not respect the sunnah of the prophet Even if there is any sunnah that we are not able to do, we should pray to Allah. We should accept that, okay, yes, this is a sunnah. And we should pray to Allah to make it easy for us. And we shouldn't make life hard for those that are doing it. We shouldn't stop them from doing it. We shouldn't make it harder for them. We should try to assist one another to do the sunnah. And also for the love and respect. When Prophet Sallallahu told the three men that told their wives to excuse them, the wives readily excused their husbands. And even Kam asked the Prophet if he should divorce his wife. Even despite the hardship, was so willing to obey the prophets till any time. Even during that hardship, the letter that came from the king, asking him to come and join him in his palace, he didn't answer the king. He burnt the letter and he preferred staying with the prophets despite the hardship than going to that king and enjoying his wealth. So no doubt, this strong love and obedience and respect noble companions had for the Prophet was out of the love for Allah. And this is also an act of worship. Allah SWT said in the Quran, That say, if you do love Allah, then follow me. Allah will love you and forgive you your sins. For Allah is all forgiving and most merciful. Say, obey Allah and his messenger. But if they turn back, Allah does not love those who reject faith. So it is part of ibadah. It is part of worship of Allah to love the Prophet And from this narration, we also saw the love and the compassion Prophet had for his companions. When Prophet returned from the expenditure, people started to give excuses. The Prophet knew that plenty of them were giving false excuses, but Prophet sought forgiveness for them and he left what was in their hearts to Allah. So Prophet could have refused to seek forgiveness for them. So that was part of the love the Prophet had for his companions. And also during the boycott, when Kamb will come to the masjid to pray Fajr, the Prophet will not look at him. But when the Prophet sees that Kamb is no more looking while he's praying, Prophet will look at him with love. Prophet knew that he is doing the right thing. Prophet loves his companions. And Prophet allowed the wife of the old man to stay with him when he didn't permit the wives of the other two companions to stay with them. So Prophet was a loving leader, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he makes things easy for his companions. And so, lastly, in conclusion, from the old narration, we saw how strong the community of Muslims was. They loved for Allah's sake and they hated for Allah's sake. They did things only for Allah's sake. When Prophet commanded them to do something, they did it. And the community then was a strong community. So, this it can still happen in our own communities to this day. We should enjoy what Allah and his Prophet enjoys and we should forbid what Allah and Prophet forbids and we should live with ourselves with love and peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wanna say a big jazakum Allahu khairan to you, Ya Ustada, for sharing those beautiful lessons with us. 
We hope we learned a lot from those beautiful lessons that were shared from those ayahs of the Quran in Surah At-Tawbah. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the utmost ability to follow all of these lessons to the latter. Ameen. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qulubana ala adinik, aqulu ilaykum, assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.